Do you remember the last time I was at your house when I dumped a pot of coffee on my laptop? Yes. I bought a new laptop, and just now I was practicing my leg swings, which my personal trainer has me doing, and I kicked my laptop in the face, <laughs> and it fell onto the ground, and I'm hoping that it's okay. Welcome to Think, Act, Get with James Shremko and Ezra Firestone. What you think determines how you act, which results in what you get. So join in now as we discuss how you can think differently, act faster, and get high-performance results in your business. Hey there, listener. Welcome back to another episode of Think, Act, Get. Ezra Firestone here with my partner, as always, James Shramko. James, how you doing, man? I'm doing very well, thank you, Ezra. It's wonderful to catch up with you again, and I'm looking forward to this episode. Yeah, me too. You know, we have not talked since you were at my event, E-Commerce All-Stars 2016 in San Diego, California. Yes, it's not because I didn't want to talk to you. (laughs) It's just that you've had things on. I went from your event across to the lovely Hawaii. Saw you there. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. We went turtle hunting. Yeah. Oh, man. And we actually found a turtle. If you want to go to my Facebook feed, you can see James Shramko on the beach looking svelte. Searching for turtles. Yeah. And by hunting, I mean with a camera. <laughs> yeah, actually, we, we did not. Oh. They're beautiful and amazing. We went to a private beach. We did that. Then I flew home, did some stuff. At, a, at my event, uh, Goer Chowdhury got on stage and made fun of me. And he said that I was like the turtle in Finding Nemo. And, you know, about how like, I don't know, it was it was really funny and everyone laughed at it. But I've had like maybe three conversations with that guy. So somehow or another, it's been enough to liken me to the turtle from Finding Nemo. Well, if he labels you in front of your audience, that's a clue. He was hilarious too. He was really, he was really funny. He really was. So how about we get into this episode, which by the way, James, just so you know, this episode's going to be a little more businessy. Now we do episodes a lot that are like, you know, kind of more about personal life and communication and sort of how you view the world and how that affects your work life. In this episode, we're going to flip the script a little bit and talk a little more specific about a a kind of tactical side of business, which is video. So the episode is about video. Video, the quality of bending easily without breaking. That is not the description of video. (laughs) What are you talking about? It. I, uh, Ezra, you've totally lost it. I've gone off the rocker here. Uh, I did not actually get the definition video into these show notes, but, uh, we'll just go ahead and assume that I saw that and I thought you're tripping. (laughs) Yeah, no, we'll just assume that people, uh, people know what video means. So video, what is it? How are you using it? And how is it affecting your business and your life? That's what we're looking at in this episode of Think Act Get. Cool. So I assume you're talking about some kind of a motion picture here. Yes. Moving stills. Yes, pictures on a screen that move. That, that's what I mean, yeah. That's it's kind of the range at the moment, isn't it? You don't have to look far to see video. It's certainly been popular, especially since YouTube. Yeah. You, Very successful f- for Google. Second largest search engine. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's um, predicted that, that 80% of mobile traffic, which is sort of mobile internet usage by 2018, so in the next two years, will be video consumption. So it's really sort of a a trend that is continuing to grow. And what had me think about it recently actually was this event that I went to where I sponsored a booth. So I went to an event and I sponsored a booth and I had people 
who saw me speak on stage, who came to my booth. And it was an interesting thing, and I highly recommend every business owner does this, where you can get out and actually talk to your customers in person, kind of see the people behind the businesses and what their what their stories are and what they're interested in and what their goals are. And so it was really helpful from a, the ability to understand our customers, and which helps us obviously in creating offers and content that are relevant to our customers. So if you get a chance to do some customer service in your business every now and again, you know, actually talk to your customers, very helpful. But one of the things that we did was we had them sit down and put on headphones and look at an iPad, which had a video about different offers. So we'd talk to them, we'd find out what offer we had that they might be interested in. And then if they were interested in it, we would have them sit down and watch a little you know, three minute presentation on that particular offer and then come back and talk to us. And I thought to myself, man, even in a one-to-one face-to-face selling uh, situation such as a booth, we were still using video. And I just thought, man, there's no place in a business that video isn't relevant. It's just so powerful. And what I want to explore in this episode is kind of why that is. And you as someone who's, in my opinion, at least in our industry, a pioneer, I learned my video marketing strategy that is the sort of backbone, the fundamental infrastructure of my business from you. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm thinking about retail store applications because you're mentioning where you could be in a clothing store, you see an action video, say a ski clothing store, adventure store, you see them skiing, snowboarding, doing adventures with the clothing on. It's a great way to demonstrate the product and to excite and engage the audience. And you're totally right. It's not really just a business topic. If you're listening to this podcast, then you're already on a richer media than text. Video is the next level. And we are consuming enormous amounts of video. We're even looking at video on our iPad while we're watching Netflix on our other screen. So it's just huge amount of video people watch per day. It's a phenomenal amount. It's ridiculous. It is everywhere and it's there are so many applications. I think I was really interested in this early on because as an underconfident kid at school, my mum suggested that I take acting classes. Did you learn any voices? Mate, like my Australian accent. No, I already had that one. And you had that one down? Mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crushed it. I did have to learn an American accent for a role that I played in a feature film, but the acting classes were great because we'd learn everything about positioning on camera, using the equipment, props, staging, lighting, sound, where you need to be, cheating the camera, all these techniques, rule of thirds, and where your eyeline should go, and if it should cross over or not. So we got all this practical stuff, but we'd get a script and rehearse it and role play it and then the next week we'd come back in costume and we'd record it and then we'd make a scene and then the next week he'd go through the recording he'd give us coaching and a new script then we'd do it again so we just did it so much 10 weeks like 12 week terms four times a year for four years it's really fascinating to be able to watch yourself back and see your own behavior if you have any nervous tics if you seem authentic And at that time, I was a debt collector and repossession agent. So it used to really help me by day from the things I was learning at night. It certainly brought me out of my shell. And that's when I got this huge initiation into video. And he would point us to directing techniques and make us watch certain videos. Yeah, so the technology, people weren't just busting out iPhones and shooting shooting content. Oh, the stuff we were shooting on in the studio was really expensive at the time, but basic compared to what we have now. Now we can have a whole studio in our house with just an iPhone. 
I've got the easiest setup I've ever had right now using a, and I know you've gone tech. Yeah, I've gone buck wild. I've gone simple. You've got multi cameras and stuff. I went to an electronics store, got a magnetic backing for my phone and a suction mount, and I just stuck that on my tripod. And now I'm able to record with the iPhone and just put it on the tripod. So is most of your content being shot on an iPhone now? Yeah, now it's being shot with an iPhone. iPhone 6 is good enough quality. If you put an external lav mic, it's very good. And you can use certain apps to edit on the phone like tilt shift app. So you still get like pr- like high production quality with a good edit and and good sound quality on an iPhone. Yeah, if you pay attention to the lighting, the sound and some basic positioning on the camera, you can get really high quality stuff just from your iPhone. Lav mic and stuff just like optional bonus extra. Some people are using special tripod mounts and things, but that's all you need these days if you want to get started. Some of the ones I made recently, I just did Snapchat style ones and they went great. Yeah, I saw one that you did for a promotion that was like a bunch of little iPhone videos that was super cool and was in in a bunch of different places. So I sold $100,000 worth of stuff from the little Snapchat style iPhone video. I think we should point out that you have a knack for being authentic on camera. And I think authenticity comes across no matter how how high the production quality of the video is, even though you're able to get your videos to be high production quality using that app and, you know, being paying attention to shooting in different locations and stuff like that. But I think that one of the things that you have innate that is worth talking about is sort of a sense of authenticity. You're comfortable with who you are and your content displays that. Like, for example, I was on a show the the other day and I noticed that my shirt had been sweated through uh, with armpit stains. And instead of getting all embarrassed and like whatever, I just acknowledged it on camera. I was like, oh, guess I got armpit stains. I got to get some better deodorant. And I think that that is a good strategy for when you get uncomfortable on camera to just acknowledge whatever it is that's making you uncomfortable. It sort of dissipates the, the pressure that, that comes with it. Well, you have that, and it's called utilization. It's taking something that's happening, that's the stimulus. We've had magic moments. Yeah, we've had good stuff. We've had great recordings together where we're using things that happen around us. My favorite one that we've done is the one that we shot in Hawaii at the Hippie Commune. We should post that in this. uh... Yes. We have great chemistry when we get together. Just to address the point, though, I did years of acting class, so that really helped me, and it's not something that I was naturally doing. I was shy and amiable, and those classes just helped me get more comfortable on camera. I'm not extroverted as much as you would be. The great thing about videos is you can practice privately and you can build up your confidence without anyone else looking and then only publish the ones you're happy with. I much prefer to make videos privately than to to be always on live. That certainly suits my modality. And you often just jam a camera in my face, Ezra. Yeah, I I do like to do that. Yeah, I do like to do that. I don't usually panic when you do that. (laughs) I can take one take of just about anything. James Schramko, the one take wonder. I think <laughs> without having teleprompters or whiteboards, just because I've got frameworks and lots of practice. And you have practice. In your case, you are outgoing and charismatic. You love the theater and the entertainment. I do. And I'm sure you were the class clown at school. I, yeah, I was the class clown for sure. Yeah, I, I told I had a 0.4 grade point average. I barely got out of there. Uh, that meant mostly D's, but. And I really got into it like seven or eight years ago, recorded quite a lot of video. Then I got back into it five years ago. And then I had a couple of years off 
um, after I was doing videos every day, I stopped for a while just because some of my clients were saying, you know, can they still publish great content without video? And because they were shy or scared or the technology was too hard. And I wanted to do it as a test to see, can it be done? Can you build your content without doing video? And absolutely you can. Still done podcasts, done lots of infographics and text in the, the meantime. But if you want to add video, it's just going to take things up a notch. It's, it's definitely with the technology now and Facebook Live, it's at a new level. Teams were actually able to drive their own traffic without video. But if you are prepared to go on video, it's just a higher level. And not just sales videos, but it's also uh, back-end content and videos when people buy something, helping them buy something else, helping them under, uh, have a better experience, onboarding, cross-sells, upsells, private messages, high-level customers, give them a personalized message. That's where video is super powerful. Yeah, post-purchase. So we're talking about automatically you know. communicating with the right customer at the right time with a pre-done message that is very relevant for them. So, for example, when someone buys a ticket to my live event, my system will go and check to see if they're already a member of my community. And if they're not, it'll send them an email with a video of me saying, hey, uh, notice you're coming to the event. Thank you very much. I've also checked and you're not currently a member of the community. If you'd like to catch up with the recordings from the previous event and get to meet some of the people coming to the event, come along and join the community. And then I make them a special offer. And it's very, very successful. And perhaps you could give an example, Ezra, of how you're doing it with your business. Yeah, I think that what, you know, what you're really good at is onboarding and cross-selling, leveraging videos. Like when someone buys from me, I send them a frequently asked questions video about the product they just purchased. I send them a pre-arrival video that goes out before the product gets there telling them what they should get excited for and what it's going to look like and here's how the box is going to be and like sort of I use video throughout the purchase cycle from pre-purchase to post-purchase to leveraging video for cross-sell to even the more information pages, right? About us pages, contact us pages, every page on my website has video. And the reason is, and I'll tell you about how we're doing it for Smart Marketer, but the reason is that certain people prefer to consume content in certain formats. And the most preferred format is video. The second most preferred, for, preferred format is text. And then there's obviously audio. And one of the ways that we're leveraging this now in Smart Marketer is if you buy a course from us, and we notice that you have only ever logged in once. We're going to hit you up with a video that says, hey, we noticed that you only logged in once. We'd love to get you back in. Here's what you missed. Or if we noticed that you you know, made it through module one, but not module two, or we noticed that you signed up for our software, but didn't actually publish your first landing page. So basically kind of behavioral cues we're using to trigger communications. And in our, our, you know, our case, video communications, which is exactly what you're talking about, leveraging behavior, behavioral cues to trigger communications to re-engage people. And someone might be thinking, oh my God, that's a lot of tech. <laughs> All that stuff sounds difficult. I mean, big companies don't even do this stuff. They're just figuring it out now. Like a high-end hotel chain might send a video of someone to someone that's fairly generic of what they might expect when they come. That would be extremely rare. Most of them just send an email saying, well, we welcome you to the hotel. But marketers are just... You know, in our space, we're way ahead of the game. So how do you do this stuff? It's actually pretty simple. With Facebook segmentation, with Wistia segmentation, with tools like Fused App, you can 
have your CRM system be talking to Facebook. Absolutely. And I also leverage Wistia to do that same thing. And, and now I'm also messing with a new thing called intercom.io, uh, which is sort of a more advanced behavioral automation system specifically for software as a service businesses. Yeah, we've been using intercom.io in our tech stack. That's a big word, isn't it? We've been using it for our forums for quite some time. It's got behavioral responses. We've used Wistia. We've got Fused App and Entreport. So these things allow us to be able to interact with people at the right time. Even now, push notifications uh, with apps and with uh, browsers. Does also other stuff too, uh, like Fused App uploads media when we create stuff. James, did you just hear a crash on my side? I did. The audience probably didn't hear it because we might have edited that uh, side of the track out. Well, because we're smart. Do you want to know what happened? Yeah. Tell me what happened. Okay, so do you remember the last time I was at your house when I dumped a pot of coffee on my laptop? Yes. I bought a new laptop, and just now I was practicing my leg swings, which my personal trainer has me doing, and I kicked my laptop in the face, <laughs> and it fell onto the ground, and I'm hoping that it's okay. Is it okay? Do you want to go check? Yeah, I'm going to just give me just a second here. I mean, it looks like it's turning on, so I don't know. But anyways, that's what happened. Uh, for those of you who are curious, I kicked my laptop. Well, you saw me sweep up a coffee mess before. You know, we. <laughs> yeah, that was super helpful. I, the great, the great coffee spill of 2016. It was amazing, but you know, one of the things about the technology, I think, really in today's sort of business culture, understanding the right strategy is more important than the technology because technology is there. You got Fused App, you got Wistia, you got Intercom. Like you can figure out the technology. It's more sort of understanding the concepts behind how and why you operate your business the way you do, which is why I think shows like this are good. So I'm getting a lot of people saying, you know, tactics, uh, what should I do? Should I do a webinar or landing page or Wistia video or Evergreen webinar? And I'm like, well, just take it back a step. Like, who is your customer? And, you know, how do you solve their problem? These things come before all the tactics. So don't get too bogged down in the tactics. All the tools and traffic you could ever want are there. It's just a matter of knowing who you're serving and, uh, you know, what is the most appropriate way to get someone from where they're at to where you want to get them to? So now that we've got a sense of, you know, the overarching strategy, you just fill in the steps with those tactics. And the tactics are fairly easy to get a handle on once you're ready to go down that path. <laughs> what, 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 what exactly are you selling again? <laughs> so I went to your event in San Diego, Ezra, and even though it was called e-commerce, it was a masterclass in funnel marketing and video conversions. It was amazing. That is your super strength. And I imagine you could put just about any product into that and it's going to be successful to have it segmented and the right message at the right time. Lots of videos and special emails and the right tools. I think you really are a genius mad professor. Your front is that you're an e-commerce guy, but you're actually a, a traffic and conversion specialist. Yeah, I, I agree that I, that, that, that I definitely sort of focus more on that tactical side of things. And one of the things that I think makes you successful and that makes my brands successful is that we both, and, and any business can do this, we leverage what's actually happening in our world and we use that as analogies for content in the business. So for example, I had a birthday recently. I turned 30 years old uh, three days ago. Yeah, I'm 30 now, which is kind of cool. You know, people tend to think I'm older than I am. I used to always be the youngest guy, and now I'm definitely no longer the youngest person around. You know, I'm in my 30s now, James, okay? So this is big. <laughs> <laughs> when I was your age, I was running a 
big Mercedes dealership for about a tenth of your $25 million a year. You, you're doing quite well, 10 times better actually than, than I was at your age. So I'm not surprised people think you're older because you've got the achievements to match a more experienced person. You know, I, I didn't, here's the other thing though, is I didn't go to college. I started doing this right out of high school. I've been doing this now for the last 12 years straight since I was 17 years old or 18 years old, I guess. So it's all I've done. You know, I, I got, I was fortunate enough to be a mess up in school. You know, they wouldn't let me into the college basically. So I didn't go. But, but what I was going to say was that one of the things that we both do really well is we leverage what's happening in our lives to create an analogous content for our business. We use analogies. So for example, I had my birthday and then I had some realizations on my birthday. Like for example, you know, traditionally I didn't really want to celebrate my birthday. I didn't want to be the center of attention. I was a bit afraid of getting older. And this year I had a really good time being celebrated and receiving attention from people. And so I used that uh, and I sort of segued that into a conversation about business and about how we did a sales campaign around the birthday of one of our brands. Boom turned six a couple months ago and we did a whole sales campaign for Boom's birthday. And I think that you do that really well too, where you talk about some of the experiences that you're having in your life in content that's related to the business. And I think that people like stories. I think people like to know who you are as a brand and or if you're a personal brand like we are in the case of super fast business and smart marketer. And they like to be told stories. And I'd love for you to talk a little bit about how you tell good stories and why stories are important in your content. Well, I think mostly because they're true and they're interesting. And a great example is the presentation I did at your event, Ezra. It was mostly inspired by my trip to the Maldives the year before. And the goal for that trip was to be able to be on the boat and run my business from a mobile phone and not be tied to my laptop. That was the the goal. Because I've often seen entrepreneurs when we go away, they're just glued to their laptop 24-7 and I think, what's the point? They're running off to the room between sessions, their head down in the, the key, keyboard. So my goal was to, to not be like that. Yeah, well, what's the point of this trip again? <laughs> Can I run my business from a mobile phone? And that created all this change in my business and that gave a great story around the, the idea of having a great team to run your business. So I gear my business around that filter now and now I share that message with others. So that involves, you know, getting the right people in roles, letting them people, letting the people do their thing. So I actually did that so well with my SEO and website business, I was able to sell it. And I enjoyed that trip so much, I decided to, to do a mastermind there, combine my passions, my business and private passions, put people on the boat in the Maldives, and they loved it. We were talking about business, surfing, eating meals, scuba diving, snorkeling swimming with manta rays and everyone had profound personal and business growth it was just incredible and everyone else in my world has seen this explosion on facebook of all these maldives pictures it's created a lot of an interest and i've rebooked the boat for next year i, I imagine that you <laughs> you made a video to sell the thing the next time you do it. definitely made videos i had a photographer on on the boat who's a professional photographer and i asked him if he could take some film of people talking about their experience so now i'm putting that together and i'll use that to market the next two weeks so in september we have uh, the boat for two weeks and i've got two one week groups coming through and i, I didn't even actually market it last time so i'm pretty confident that it's going to sell pretty well when i open it up uh, in a short time when we actually get the page up and edit that video i think uh, 
it's just wonderful to take the business to the next level. You know, really based on the success of the one we did in the Think at Get retreat in Hawaii, because that was the 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 first time that I went surfing and enjoyed it. And by the time I finished a week on the boat, I just didn't want to get off. My phone actually broke when I was on this trip. <laughs> you were completely offline. And speaking of which, yeah, I, I, I think going completely disconnected for a week every couple months or at least every six months is really important. I actually just was in South America and I was completely disconnected. And it's such a freeing experience. You sort of forget about the whole technology world and just get wrapped up in a whole different, you know, different life. It's very uh, definitely worth doing. You know, thinking back to that Think at Get retreat, that was a life-changing moment for me. And I, I love seeing life-changing moments for other people because that's where I started surfing three years ago. It completely transformed my life. It's a true story that all my customers resonate with. And we created this magic just from an idea. A pilot program turned into a winner that's scalable. It was so inspiring. I just wanted to do more of it. Yeah, we should do another Think at Get at some point. It's so good to get out of your normal space too, uh, getting help from people who are experienced. If the audience wants us to do it, then maybe I could get you to come along, Ezra, to the next one. Of September 2017. Oh, yeah. Dates are booked. It's happening. Are you, you wait, wait a minute. You're doing two back-to-back? So my main Superfast wow. Business Live event is in March. Well and truly down the track, 100 and something tickets sold. It's going to be going well in Manly. Then in September, got the Maldives Mastermind Retreat. Love to get Ezra to that. That's the it's Sunday the tenth through to Sunday the seventeenth, or or September the seventeenth through to Sunday the twenty fourth. Yeah, you can pick a week. When I was on that boat, I didn't want to get off. They make four meals a day for you. It's a luxury boat, and you do have internet access, or no? There is internet, but that's not the main reason to go. Well, of course not. Of course not. But wow. And are you on the water the whole time? Yeah, so you're on the water the whole time. You are you so you're essentially you're just out at sea the whole time. Yeah, you're in atolls. You're not like out at sea. It's like a calm aqua blue lagoon. And it just putters around to surf spots and snorkeling spots and you can see manta rays and just huge sunbeds out the back and the front of the boat. An onboard masseuse, incredible food. The views are just in- amazing. Wow. The water is a color you've never seen before. Spinner dolphins. I went to some island where only three people live. It had white sand, palm trees, greeny blue water. I like I could easily do another week of that. And so you never come to you never go to the land. You're just out on this boat. It's just so much better than some stodgy hotel room in uh, Las Vegas. You know? <laughs> so you don't have to go to land if you don't want. You can go onto the island and see the locals. But I did go onto the island just once in the week. Keith Krantz, on the other hand, he touched land every day. He had an affinity with the reef. <laughs> it was quite fun. A uh, real explorer. Wow. Wow. That sounds really fun. Well, uh, we'll have to talk. I might be able to make it. What I've got going on on my side is uh, we're about to launch our new training program on Facebook video advertising, sort of inspired by how popular that session was at our event. It was the session that got rated the most popular from the ones that we did is the one that people had the most questions about, was the, pe- the ones that people had the most interest in. So uh, we decided to do a whole training program based on the feedback we got from that event on essentially how we're leveraging video advertising uh, to grow our business. That's really fun. And that's 
that's coming up. And the way that we've done this actually is a little bit different than we've ever done a sort of product launch where every informational course that we've ever done at Smart Marketer has always been sold via a webinar. And this course, we're actually doing a more traditional product launch style where we've got three pieces of content that you have to consume in order to be able to see a, a sales offering for it. So we want to educate you about the sort of subject matter before we give you the opportunity to engage with our course. So that's going to be kind of fun and new. Um, and we have finished and are in beta with our landing page builder for Shopify. It is the only direct response landing page builder for Shopify on the market. And we have 150 people in the beta program. And so far, it's been live for about four weeks now, actually. So far, the results are extremely positive. People love it. We haven't even had any bugs yet, which I'm pretty excited about. And I just think like this is probably the best piece of software I've ever released. So if you're a, a Shopify user, then I think that you really ought to check out Zipify pages. And uh, also, I'm doing Facebook Live shows. As James mentioned, he went low-tech. I went high-tech. Uh, at Smart Marketer, we've got a Facebook Live show that we're doing every week. We don't have an actual time yet. So far, we're just doing them randomly. But eventually, we're going to have a specific time every week that we're going to be running a show. And we've got multiple cameras, and it's all fancy, and, and we're really enjoying doing it. It's our sort of new strategy for video. I think it's a winner. Getting back to the video doesn't matter how you do it just get into it other things that have been successful for customers are documentaries documentary style videos been doing those for years and yes they're the greatest way to send, sell a message without being pushy you can demonstrate with them and you can tap into emotion and and put good stories across there's one on silvercircle.com and you can see that one if you want to see how that works well, you know, they say that the most effective thing you can do in a video is demonstrate the ownership benefit or the participation experience. So for the Maldives, you're going to demonstrate what it's like to participate in this experience. And that way people get a feel for what it was actually like and they can make an informed decision about whether or not yeah. that would be something that they would enjoy doing. Coming from Mercedes-Benz, I've learned so much about that. People just immersing into the experience. Which, by the, by the way, I am in love with my Mercedes. I, I now follow them on Instagram, and I'm, like, looking at all the new ones. Like, I'm super into it. Them and electronic skateboards. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, my skateboard collection is growing rapidly. So, so if you're, you know, we'd love to hear what you think. Uh, we do these shows for you, listener. You know, you can leave us, you can reply uh, to an email that we send out. You can post on our blog. You can post on iTunes. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, and we will read them out and respond. Now, James, you may have noticed that there are no quotes in the quote section, probably because I was... <laughs> I think we have it in the headline. Yeah, probably because I was watching a video when I should have been uh, making these show notes. But anyways, this is... Uh, Episode number 67, I believe, on video. Video, what is it? How are you using it? And how is it affecting your business and your life? That's what we've been looking at in this episode of Think, Act, Get. These episodes are about mindset, behavior, and results. And our focus, our our goal is to improve your life and your business. And everything is directed at you. So uh, Ezra Firestone here, James, always a pleasure to do shows with you. Thank you so much. And we look forward to seeing you in the next one. Yeah, heap of fun. Thanks so much, Ezra. I hope. Great to catch up. Oh, yeah. We're going to get a little more consistent. I mean, I'm just going to have to make sure my laptop is functional here. Uh, it's, little, uh, it's looking a little bashed up, actually, unfortunately. All right. Talk to you later. Welcome to Think, Act, Get with James Shramko and Ezra Firestone. What you think determines how you act, which results in what you get. So join in now as we discuss how you can think differently, act faster, and get high performance results in your business.